Hi, I'm Sally Prosser. Welcome to That Voice Podcast. Great to have you here. Take a breath and settle in. Practical tips and inspirational stories are coming your way to help you speak with more confidence, to grow your business, advance your career, and be done with public speaking freakouts. As a former TV journalist and company spokesperson, qualified speech and drama teacher, spiritual life coach, and TikToker, I know firsthand the power of using your voice with confidence. Let's go. Hello, welcome back to That Voice Podcast. Always a pleasure to be with you. And if you're not smiling right now and feeling great in your body, then you will be by the end of this episode. That's a money back guarantee right there. (laughs) I am joined by an incredible, fabulous, amazing woman She's reinventing fitness and changing the way you feel about exercise. You know, forget the whistles and the boot camps and, you know, the bloody burpees. (laughs) Marlo Grover is our guest today. And Marlo is the founder of G-Pump. Think fluoro. Think high-cut leotards. Think music. (laughs) And it's all recorded on the beautiful beaches of Australia. In this episode, Marlo shares her strategies to confidently create content in public in these outrageous outfits with all those people gawking. She explains how she's dealing with online haters. Can relate to that one. And Marlo also explains how she manages to keep her voice so strong while doing a workout. I don't know about you, but I can hardly talk while I'm exercising. (laughs) And Marlo delivers possibly the best pep talk I have ever heard on that voice podcast. I felt totally pumped after recording our chat and I know you'll feel it too. But before we dive in, I would love to invite you to join the Members Only Masterclass Vault. So this is my goldmine of resources and support. There are masterclasses on so many topics. We've got mindset, camera skills, breathing, how to speak with less ums and more intention and so much more. In the vault, you also have access to me and the community to keep you on track and encourage you and help you with any presenting you've got coming up. You also get early access and mega discounts to my courses as well. Just an added bonus there. So if you listen to this podcast, I'm guessing, you know, you're already interested in growing your speaking confidence. So if you're looking to take it to the next level, Join us in the Members Only Masterclass Vault. It's a one-off payment for lifetime access. And if you throw in the code CONFIDENCE, the code CONFIDENCE, you'll get a little surprise at the checkout. That's the code CONFIDENCE. I will put the link in the show notes. Okay, the suspense is killing me. Let's welcome the wonderful Marlo Grover to That Voice Podcast. Woohoo! Thanks, Sal. Thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting to have you here. Let's kick it off by telling us a bit about yourself and the fabulous creation that is G-Pump. Well, uh, where do we start? My career journey has been a bit of a roller coaster, but I have come to find that I'm very much a positive, spreading, good joy, you know, good vibes person. So that's kind of where I've landed. I I'm a classical ballerina by, um, I suppose, hobby and discipline. I then have had an accidental stint in the corporate world, uh, but I've come back to performance and spreading joy and uh, fitness is my passion. So being on a stage, holding 
attention and making my audience feel something. That is what gets me out of bed every day. So I am the founder of G-Pump, which is an aerobics on-demand studio. And for the past year, I have been traveling around Australia, dodging COVID-19 lockdowns and filming aerobic workouts on the beaches of Australia and then making them available to my pump squad on-demand studio. So you know, with the digital world and the way that it's all going and with COVID very much forcing us to pivot in ways that sometimes we wouldn't have expected, it has led me to building this incredible community which has a global reach. So I have women in the US and Canada that are doing G-Pump, you know, on the beaches of Tasmania whilst they're snowed into their houses. So it's a really, it's, I feel very blessed um, to do what I do and spread joy and encourage people to love their exercise and celebrate what their bodies can do. Yeah, and you certainly do that. You have to go check out Marlo's Instagram if you have not seen it. You cannot help but smile when you see this content. It is, don't think classical ballet on on the beach. It is colour. It is fun. It is jokes. Yes. (laughs) Well. Oh, yes. Where would we be without humour for all of those awkward moments when some poor devil is walking past me while I'm wearing a high-cut G-string leotard doing a very very deep squat but yeah it is Jane Fonda aerobics reinvented for 2022 for a millennial audience you know we're looking for fun (laughs) it is so funny I saw this one where you were doing you know when your legs are split and you're reaching up in between and there's a couple walking past and you're like that poor couple (laughs) yes yes spot on I honestly I was like okay guys we've got to wrap this up in three two one because this couple is not going to forget their visit to the beach today (laughs) I'm sure they were in enjoying it. But let's talk about that a, a bit. How do you, for a lot of people, that is just next level confidence to mm. be in public in barely anything, creating content with people walking past. And mm. what it reminds me of is, you know, I work with a lot of journalists and that's mm. a fear when they start doing live crosses going, oh my gosh, I've got a live cross to the camera. And how do I, you know, block out everyone Absolutely. gawking, gawking mm. around me? So how do you do it? Yeah. <sighs> It's a, it's a really great question because some days I ask myself that question, Sal, honestly. I'm like, how do I keep turning up week on week doing this shit when people are adamant on spoiling the fun? Um, I do find that my experience in performance from a very young age has very much um, you know, set the stage, you might say for having a certain level of confidence when it comes to performance. But I grew up not really having many friends, but I found, and, you know, avoiding bullies, but I found that when I was on stage, if I could hold someone's attention, especially someone's that didn't want to pay me any attention, that was the goal. So it was always about, I could get up on stage And I could um and I could ah and shake and think about what other people are thinking of me and give a subpar, uncomfortable performance where the people in the audience are holding their breath on every word that I say. Or I could throw everything into the ring, throw everything into my workout and just give them an absolute show because then that way I know I'm giving my best and when they walk away from that performance or that speech or workout 
they really get the best out of me and they get an amazing performance. So I always figure if you're up on stage and you're performing, someone's already looking at you. So you may as well give them the performance of a lifetime and leave them thinking, wow, that was amazing, rather than, wow, that was so uncomfortable to watch because Marlo was clearly so uncomfortable in the situation that she was in. And when I'm projecting into a camera on a beach, I know that this workout and the words that I'm sharing with my pump squad on the other end of the camera, that needs to translate into keep going. That needs to translate into we've got eight more counts of this you know, you can do it. You've got this. You're, you're capable of doing anything. So if I can't convince myself that I should keep going, then why should the pump squad? So it's very much who cares what anyone thinks about me. I'm here for the pump squad. And as long as I'm giving them a good show, they're my target audience. They're the people that I love and they love me. Whatever anyone else thinks about me, well, hopefully they think that I'm bloody rad <laughs> oh marlo i love that so much so it's it's setting the energy but also it's about that focus it's if you're not focused on your audience which in that in this case is the camera mm. then you're not giving them your all so, so who really true. cares if there's people you know trying to be a pain around yep. you yep spot on yes exactly i just channel all of my focus down the camera and I put in my ear pods because I've got the soundtrack for my workout blasting in my ears. I can't hear what's going on around me. Sometimes I don't see a lot of the background action of, you know, people being disruptive or, you know, people just kind of doing a peace sign and, you know, a bit of a woo. Like, I love that. I love public participation, but I often don't notice a lot of it until I'm in the editing stage. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even see that chick, you know, waving or joining in or that puppy running past in the background. I'm just so focused on projecting my voice, making sure I know what the next movement is, keeping my form. And yeah, like I mentioned, just ensuring that the energy I'm giving on the beach is received really, really clearly on the other end, you know, in someone's home in Canada. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And and on that, you've got a you're competing against a lot with the voice because first of all you're outside. I know you've got a microphone, but still being outside is an extra pressure. Yep. And you're exercising. Like when I'm exercising, I'm I mean I'm much I'm not nearly as fit as you, Marlo, but I <laughs> I couldn't imagine actually talking at the same time so how do you do it does it come down to the breathing yeah it it is interesting it's a really good point that you make Tal because when I first started I didn't realize how much of an exercise it in itself it was using my voice projecting at the right times using infliction and tone and um and I was just doing the workouts and then I would kind of look back on, on the workout and just go, I'm, I'm not getting any energy here. So now when I film a workout, it's voice first, move second. So if there's ever a point where I can feel myself getting so exhausted from the movement or the set that I'm asking the pump squad to do, and I know that my voice can't compete with how fast my heart is beating, 
then I choose voice over movement because I've already given the pump squad the instruction, but now it's important for me to keep that focus. So I concentrate on keeping my breath, walking towards the camera, really leaning into that um, energy connection with the camera and the pump squad on the other end. I regain my my rhythm in my voice, in my breathing, and then I reset on the mat and I start again. So if it's ever a choice between voice and movement, I always choose voice because I feel like that's far more emotive um, and energy transferable um, than any sort of movement is. But I do find it interesting that when I go back and actually participate in the workouts, I don't realize how hard some of the workouts are that I've done because I'm so focused on my voice projection. I'm just moving through the movements. And then when I'm not projecting and I'm actually just participating, I'm like, oh my good, this is exhausting. What do you mean one more set? Which is a very unusual experience because it's me telling me what to do. That is, that is so funny. Do you, do you find yourself to be a hard taskmaster? Uh, yes, yeah, sometimes I'm like, God damn, Marlo, like, just give it a break. We're already exhausted here. It's often oh. a very interesting experience when my husband walks in the room and he's like, ah, my wife is everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> so you've got one moms. here and here. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. I have a similar thing when I'm like there and I've got TikTok and I've got podcasts and <laughs> Patrick's like, oh, all the Sally's. Oh, but Marlo, I love that because it's one thing to demonstrate but it's another thing to instruct and to motivate. Yes. And that's where I think the voice really makes such a difference. And I noticed that on your social media, somebody said, oh, I love that Marlowism." I hadn't heard it before. And now that I have heard it, I am grabbing onto that. That is fantastic. A Marlowism. That's perfect. Yeah. And what was it? Do you remember what she said? Let me look it up. It was um, so good. It was, look at you go, something about, look at that smile on your face. Because if someone says, oh my God, you're amazing, look at the smile on your face, and you're not smiling, you are now, you know, <laughs> and it's that power. That's exactly what it is, look at that smile on your face. Oh, so good. So my next question is, how is it when you're getting this kind of negative feedback, not in person, but online? Mm. Because mm. you've got it all out on social media for everybody to see. Mm. And as I can totally relate to, often you don't end up with the kind of viewers that are your ideal customer. <laughs> no. So it's, it's interesting. When I first started putting myself out there on Instagram, it's definitely different to doing it when you're on the beach because, like you say, I've only ever had one experience where someone has actually come up to me and said, your voice is so shrill, I cannot stand to listen to it for any longer. And I said, okay, well, look, I'm pretty done here as well. I've just got 10 minutes left of my workout and then I will be out of your hair. That was pretty uncomfortable. And then finding the courage to then project and find the same energy that I had in that workout prior to being told that my voice was shrill and unbearable to listen to. That was a day where I was like, how do I keep doing this? Um, but then it's another thing to be on social media and to see the names and the profile pictures and the faces of the people that are trying to tear you down. 
But something I often like to remind myself is someone that's doing better than you is not tearing you down. They're focusing on their lane, on what they're doing. They're working on, you know, trying to improve themselves and be the best that they can be. So someone that is uncomfortable in themselves, someone who, you know, isn't, I don't know, doesn't have a good relationship with their body is going to try and tear me down because I do have a good relationship with my body and I do have the confidence to get up onto a public stage, both online and in the physical, and just say, this is me. And if you don't like it, that's totally fine. Just keep scrolling. Um, Instagram has been an incredible platform because I've been able to build an audience and people actually know me. And I really feel like it is an incredible platform for building connections. The one or two times that someone has trolled me on Instagram, they have been hunted down by the pump squad and people that love me. Um, And I know that we've talked about this previously, but TikTok is this whole other world that someone said I should try, you know, get onto TikTok. I'm sure you'd be able to reach a new target audience. And that is for sure, because I have managed to find myself on the air quotation marks wrong side of TikTok, which is filled with Grahams and Jameses and Dylans that are either 17, 18, 19 year old boys, or they're 50 year old men that have incredible issues with me. I think turning up online, wearing what I wear, being confident in myself, not for the male gaze. Because the thing with G Pump is that, yes, I wear high cut leotards and I, you know, do my hair and makeup and I want to feel good about myself. But that isn't for a male gaze. G-pump isn't sexualized. It's like, that's my butt. These are my abs. That's what my chest looks like. But it's not presented in a way that is supposed to engage male audiences. And I think because the content isn't designed for them, they just can't handle it. And I fit, it's It's actually, I found it quite tragic seeing how many young men were busy leaving horrible, horrible content, um, sorry, comments on my content. And I just think, is that what your relationship like is like with women? Like, is this how you see women? They are purely there to generate content that is designed for your gaze. And if you don't like it, then it shouldn't be on the internet. Um, Because my content is designed specifically for women to remind them that we all have bodies. They are all incredibly amazing. They get us through this one life that we have. And rather than tearing ourselves to shreds about, oh, I wish that my two functioning arms were you know, slightly more like this and less like that. It's like, babe, you've got two functioning arms. You are a miracle on this world. Like rather than turning up to a boot camp that you hate because you feel like your body needs to change, turn up to an exercise routine that you love and celebrate that your body wakes up every single day and gets you through this amazing miracle that is life. Like, 
And and that just doesn't resonate with a lot of men. It doesn't resonate with Graham on TikTok. That is for sure, Sal. <laughs> oh, well, Marlo, this is this is one of the many reasons I love you because <laughs> you could put the word voice into all of that and say exactly the same thing. You know, mm. we've got this one voice and we need to be grateful for yes, it. Yes, TikTok is one of those things where you can reach a new audience, but it can be a good thing or a a not so good thing. And there's somebody I follow on there. Her name is M and she has a bikini business Mm. in Melbourne. And she shared a really interesting video on this. And what it was, was when she first started, she was wearing bikinis because she's got (laughs) got a bikini. She's selling a product, right? Yeah. yeah, And she was like, this is not good because I've got like 80% men. And like, this is, I'm not wearing them to be looked at. And so she said she started changing her content to um, those packing videos. You mm-hmm. know, when you see the video, the, mm. the bikinis getting packed into the parcel. And she said that since starting to do that, she spent a whole like six months just wearing T-shirts and specifically not putting bikinis there. Mm. And her audience completely flipped. And she now she's got majority women. And she's like, that's exactly where I want it to be. Mm. And it's an interesting point you just made because I have considered, um, you know, generating different content content for TikTok, but then I feel like I'm separating myself from my mission, which is like, this is my body. This is who I am. It's here to spread joy. You know, that that is the ethos of G-Pump. So I, I am just really hoping that if I keep it up and I keep consistent, that eventually over time, you know, women will, will come into the audience and then hopefully my content can reach them and change the way that they feel. Absolutely. Um, Something else that she said, I think she mentioned that she just started blocking every man that followed it. Yes. And I (laughs) am now addicted to it. (laughs) I open up TikTok every morning. Oh, okay. You're a shithead block. You're a shithead block. Like it's really satisfying. So, you know, if I cull out most of the men um, on TikTok, then surely there's only women left to target, right? (laughs) Oh, so good for the soul. I love that. Oh, so Marlo, you've given us such amazing inspiration today, great practical information and also a great pep talk. I'm really feeling it. We're recording this on International <laughs> Women's Day and I'm just like, yeah, totally Empowerment. into Empowerment. Woo! For sure, yeah. So what would you say to uh, women out there who are feeling a little bit down on themselves, down on their body. They might have, you know, not been to a gym in a long time Mm. and not have a very good relationship with exercise. What would you say to them? I would say, one, you are a miracle. And the fact that you are here is a blessing. And I really want you to recognize that. And two, Everyone is different. All of our bodies are different. And I would really love for you to start celebrating it and embracing it rather than, you know, thinking about all the things that you'd like to change. And three, I would say that movement of your body and celebrating your body does not mean that it needs to be torturous or uncomfortable. It should never make you feel insecure Um, or like you're being judged for what you're capable of. And that's why I love an on-demand offering so much because it allows you to find what brings you joy in a very safe space. The only thing that is judging you is your cat or your indoor plant. And, you know, I'm sure that you can (laughs) fix both of those issues, right? Move your plant and put your cat outside. Done. But 
I, I think we are caught up in this world as we get older um, that joy equals time-wasting activities, that if something is joyful, it can't possibly be beneficial. And I just think that that's rubbish. So just look for what makes you happy. Lean into joy. Try as many things as you can until you find what makes you feel good. And then once you do find what makes you feel good, you're going to keep doing it because it makes you feel good, right? You're not going to turn up to a 45-minute boat boot camp that's run by, you know, Sergeant Steve who's yelling at you with a whistle and army pants and he's checking his, you know, Tinder at the same time. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> so just find find a community that cares about you. Find something that brings you joy and please remember that you are such a bless- blessing and that we should... Um, try and lean into celebrating that blessing a little bit more than I think we we allow ourselves to every day. Oh, Marlo, we're in. We're in. How do we <laughs> join this amazing community? Well, you can find the Pump Squad on Instagram at g.pump_fit. If you would like to enter the crazy world of TikTok, you'll find me at g.pump_fit. <laughs> um, and I've also I'm I'm working on building my YouTube channel, so you'll find g.pump_fit. You'll find heaps of free G Pump workouts. Um, that will definitely change the way that you feel and the way that you feel about exercise as well. Amazing. Marlo, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. What a fantastic chat. Oh, thanks, Sal. It's really put a spring in my step, I have to say. Thanks for listening to That Voice Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with your people on social media and tag me at Sally Prosser Voice. And for episode details straight to your inbox, leave your email at www.thatvoicepodcast.com.